Welcome to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? My name is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Joined in the Soad Shack by two fellow lovers of Sweet Lightning Mountain Dew. On my right, Adam Markham. To my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing great, Josh. Thanks, Adam. can always count on you to just take us to that place right out the gate. Bobby, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm doing great. I appreciate you talking at a normal volume. and We're working on it, Josh. At a normal cadence. Being a normal person. Just being, uh, so you know. Proud of you, Bobby. Normal people here. Yeah. And it's funny because you guys are both the dads. And like, uh-huh. the fact that you're a dad, Adam, mm-hmm. just continues to amaze me. Uh, responsible for someone. Uh, he's doing good, though. And we're happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're very proud of you. Love you, son. Can't to, wait till you listen to this. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, listen to your mom while I'm over here at my friend's shed recording this podcast about fantasy football. Yeah, we play the uh, podcast on a loop for him at night, so... uh, (laughs) He's insane. Yeah, he's... (laughs) He's been driven mad. Yeah. Kid knows IDP, though. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, he's really... He's ready for the IDP... He's ready for the next IDP draft that Mm -hmm. we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... uh, I'm definitely going to bring him with with me, so... uh, well, speaking of love between a father and son, it was awesome to see the reaction to our uh, Fred Warner video that went out on Twitter. We did it. He's uh, he's not too scared of us, it, it seems. Unless I said the Drake meme that he posted was Drake cheering on the police, serving you True. the restraining order. True. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is entirely possible. Yeah, we're not we're not clear on that, but I think he's okay with this. I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's going to report us. Hopefully, we're hyping his son. He can't hate us too much yeah he, he clearly yeah. you know he loves you know uh checking out all the stuff being said about his son on mm-hmm. twitter and uh you know just yeah giving some love to his offspring we didn't uh, get his permission to use his pictures oh i don't think <laughs> nope sure didn't <laughs> didn't get permission to use those superman clips or that clip of that airplane either but thus is the internet that it's was- all kind of fair game yeah or we'll be of, fine, I'm sure. <laughs> get a letter of cease and desist on my <laughs> yeah. in my mailbox next week. Yeah, we'll just like, rebrand. We're gonna need point. y'all to delete your video. <laughs> delete the video where you talked about getting shot for Fred and his son. <laughs> but that's what we care about. We want people to know there are, there are a few things that this podcast stands for. Obviously, we know mm-hmm. Mountain Dew and Taco Bell are top at top of the list. Mm-hmm. But we are very much a pro Fred Warner podcast, and mm-hmm. we just want the world to know that. Yeah, that was really the main reason we started this, was just to have another place to talk about Fred and his dad. I remember I was on vacation, and you messaged me saying that Fred had liked one of our tweets. Yeah, uh, it was a big deal. And I've never mm-hmm. seen you that excited, including the day your son was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, priorities in the Soad Shack, 100% where they should be. Welcome into another episode, guys. Uh, we're going to uh, be going through... The third entry in our IDP Battle Royale series tonight is going to be the NFC North versus the AFC North. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're also going to break down in a new segment called the IDP Hot Seat some players that have been popping in the preseason. And shout out to our listener league. We uh, threw it out for some suggestions on guys we should talk about. These are younger guys, kind of off the radar, up and coming guys. So we're going to talk a little bit about them in the hot seat. 
We've got a lot of news going on, a lot of big-time injuries, some crazy news out of New England. Uh, but let's start here, guys. Let's do some shout-outs to both the listeners and some of the new follows that we've picked up on Twitter. And I want to start with a shout-out for Snot Bubbles, a.k.a. J.J. Coker. J.J. is in our uh, IDP Listener League that we did for the podcast. Um, and so shout out to him for that. And he left us a great five star review and rating on iTunes. And, uh, so it's not bubbles. JJ, we really appreciate the review. But guys, I wanted to bring your attention. We got our first one star review. Mm. That's and, probably my fault. Yeah. yeah. This one, it specifically calls you out in the subject line. So I'm going to read it. You did ask for it though. You asked for it. I asked the for the, the one star so, review. So <laughs> kind of your fault as well. So this coming from buttmuncher69. The subject line of the review says they had me until Adam yelled all that stuff. All right. So here, there's, here's the actual review. Again, one star. These guys know their stuff and their podcast sounds good, but I'm sick of all the Mountain Dew talk. It's like, we get it. You're all toothless and morbidly obese. All Bobby does is laugh at Adam's jokes. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, Adam clearly has a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. Drinking a, a, you know, a pint of beer out of a brown paper bag tonight. I was willing to look past all that until Adam yelled on the last episode about the price increase to Taco Bell. My dad is Mr. Bell of Taco Bell fame, and he was very upset about having to increase the price of the quesarito. Adam bashing his decision publicly was a bridge too far. One star. Josh would be smart to jump to the Read and React podcast before he goes down with this ship. Hmm. Hmm. I'm pretty rough on me and you there. Sounds like Josh wrote that. Yeah. No. Hmm. That was Butt Muncher 69, guys. If you want out, Josh, you can tell us. Do you want yeah. out? You trying I, hey, I'm just giving you what Buttmuncher69 brought to the iTunes review. I guess there were uh, 68 other Buttmunchers yeah. accounts already made. So. I can't imagine he would just pick that number out of the no, blue no, for random. any reason. Very not, random. Not random. So other the other 68 Buttmunchers, we'd love to get your review on yeah. the podcast as well. So shout out to Snot Bubbles and shout out Buttmuncher69. We also want to give some love to some recent... Uh, Followers that we picked up on Twitter, Markham. Who are some of the guys that we got uh, following us that we want to shout out? Yeah, here? very cool. Some guys that you know we've been following along forever. Uh, we've been doing this again. We were playing IDP for about. We're going into our fourth year with our main IDP league. So these yeah. are guys that we've been following, reading their stuff, listening to their podcasts. Yeah, most legendary probably was uh, Mike Wallert. That mm -hmm. was that was huge. You know, love I've been, Mike. I've been aware of his work for probably the longest. He's uh, been killing it over. And, yeah. Uh, IDP with B. I like that guy a lot. Um, but yeah, okay. So, so the guys we picked up, Mike Waller followed us. Um, check his stuff out at four for four. It is excellent. Probably great my, stuff. yeah, one of my favorite sites for IDP. Yeah. One of the best at, at, at this. Uh, we got IDP tipster following us now. That's Gary Van Dyke. He's got his own website. Uh, really smart guy doing a lot of great stuff over there at, uh, IDPtipster.com. We also got, uh, DLF Doug G. Love DLF Doug G. Been following him for a while. He's really smart. A lot of good stuff. And Dynasty League Football is probably like the premier right. website, I'd say, right now yeah. as far as They have as a lot of great content. writers. Yeah, a lot of great writers. Good stable yeah. over there. So that's that was really cool. And uh, we also got IDP Dude, uh, Antonio. Um, so, yeah, just still still pretty shocked and blown away that we're, uh, we're interacting and, uh, you know, in the same – breath as these dudes yeah when you when you told me i think it, and shout out johnny the greek 
for he's been he's been a big part of all this he's been our biggest advocate so shout out johnny and when he messaged us or uh uh, tweeted you know at mentioned us in a in a like a thread on twitter of like who are some idp guys that you follow all these guys that you just mentioned we picked up off that tweet yeah Mm. so um johnny also just incredible arsenal of gifts uh oh usually usually uh, the poop variety but just uh really has a gift a gift Whoa. Whoa, man. Whoa. You're on one tonight, man. Whoa. You're really killing it. Whip. Yeah. Whip dab. and dab. And I wanted to clarify, too, that is um, IDP Tipster's website is theidptipster.com. Yeah, okay. So Thank you. Just wanted Thank to double-check that, give him a shout-out. So, yeah, go check. Go follow all those guys and then go uh, read their content, subscribe to their sites. These are the guys that we've been looking up to and reading and checking out forever. Yeah. So thank you guys. You shout out them. May not be around for long, but we do appreciate the follow for now. Yeah. Yes. I appreciate it very much. So guys, let's talk now. IDP hot seat. This is presented by the volcano burrito. So shout out to Taco Bell for the unofficial sponsorship. Mm-hmm. But Muncher 69 might want to tune out at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Since, uh, since but Muncher's father is Mr. <laughs> Bell. Yeah. May want to tune this one out. So let's go around, guys. It looks like we have um, four players, three players that we're going to be talking about. So, uh, Markham, why don't you start us off here with Mr. Chase Winovich. What's been going on with Mr. Winovich in the preseason? Well, he's been looking great. I'm just going to go over some more kind of uh, some stats and and some attributes of of Mr. Chase here. He was a uh, round three pick, 77th overall. He's 6'3", 255. Long hair, hot. He's Fabio. Mm-hmm. Hot. He's gorgeous. Very hot. Uh, but yeah, guy that played uh, college ball at Michigan. Um, so I got on pra- playerprofiler.com. He ran a four five nine forty. That's pretty that's blazing, nice for yeah. that size. That's blazing for 6'3", 255. That's in the 94th percentile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had a speed score of 115.4. That's 89th percentile. Burst score of 109.9. That's 25th percentile. Come on, Chase, with your burst. Yeah, your burst is lacking, buddy. But that hair is freaking gorgeous. You do have some hot hair. Uh, agility score of 11.05. That's in the 97th percentile. He's a he's an athletic dude. Uh, he is getting comp to Melvin Ingram. That's nice. Wow. That's yeah. a nice comp. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah, I Maybe- checked him out a little bit last week. Um, just in the preseason game, he had five solos, a sack, two tackles for loss, and a QB, uh, two QB hits. He actually ran down one of the backups. I don't think it was Tannehill, uh, one of the Titans backups, uh, Woodside, maybe it was. Um, that's really about all I've really checked out of him so far. I think, uh, I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I know, um, the Around the NFL podcast is probably my favorite, uh, football podcast, and the guys on there were talking that, his performance against the Titans may have been one of the most dominant mm-hmm. defensive end performance by a rookie in the preseason they've ever seen. That's a lot of qualifiers, yeah. but essentially, like, this guy really popped. Like, he, the Titans just could not do anything against him at all. He looks like he's kind of that perfect mix of speed and strength. Mm-hmm. You know, ran down a quarterback, was able to, like, shed some tacklers. I think he had, like, a pretty impressive sack. Um, getting around an offensive lineman on the edge. So, yeah, man, he's going to be good. I watched him. Uh, if you haven't checked out the all-or-nothing season with the Michigan Wolverines, again, that's obviously Harbaugh coaching that team. 
Uh, he's one of the guys they follow very closely, and you can tell he's just like an uber talented, you know, college defensive end. You didn't know necessarily if that would translate to the NFL, but clearly he's having some success so far in the preseason. So, of course, the question is, does that translate to the regular season when he's not going against second and third stringers? Maybe not this year, but if you're in a dynasty league, definitely look to grab this guy in your rookie right. draft. And you know how the Patriots do. They're yeah. constantly, you know, changing out guys at defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to pay people once their contracts come mm-hmm. due. So Winovich will get his shot. For a while. Yep. All right, next fast 40. It's a very fast. Yes. For not, 255 pounds. Low, yeah. low percentile on the bench press. Only 18 yeah. reps, yeah. which is 10th percentile. Yeah, so not weak. Not necessarily the strongest upper body, but definitely a guy that can beat you with speed around right. the edge. So that's probably more explains the hair. Yeah. You know, if he's if he's not really benching that much, yeah. the, the hair probably is overcompensating yeah. for that. Gravity. You've got like a tiny, yeah. normal-sized man upper right. body. Right. Just a huge lower body. Definitely mm, hot, though. Yeah. 100% hot. Fabio. All right, Markham, who's the next guy up here we want to talk about? Cody Barton. Good old Everyone, everyone knows Cody, right? Oh, Cody. Mm-hmm. I think I went to school with that guy. Yeah. Cody. He was crazy, man. Salt of the earth. Do a backflip off the tailgate of a truck at the keg party. <laughs> I tell right. you what, brother. Rest in peace, Cody. Yep, Cody, no longer with us. <laughs> I think we're talking about a different Cody Barton. This, this this Cody would not be in the NFL. So this Cody Barton was a round three, uh, 88th overall pick. He's 6'2", 238, and he played college ball at Utah. And actually, Josh, he has a brother uh, who is on your favorite team, the Colts. Is that right? His brother's an offensive lineman. I don't know that he's gotten a lot of playing time yet. He think he's young. He might be just a depth piece. But, uh, yeah, his brother plays in the NFL uh, also went to Utah, um, but yeah. Anyway, Cody ran a four six four forty. That's sixty ninth percentile. Nice. Mm-hmm. He had a one hundred two point three speed score. That's sixty fifth percentile. Uh, burst score was in the thirty first percentile. He had agility score in the ninety fifth percentile. Dang. He had a bench press in the ninety fourth percentile. Uh, so. He did 30 reps compared he's, to Winovich doing yeah. 18. He's strong. He's strong. He's, he's a strong dude and he's a, he's a hard working guy. He's, he's, uh, he's a coach's dream pretty much. So it's funny when you, I just Googled Barton Colts and it literally comes up and says Jackson Barton, Cody Barton's brother underneath it. Wow. So yeah, awesome. that's the, uh, yeah, the Colts I, player. I may have done the same thing. It's just funny. It's like, oh, you were just looking at Cody Barton. Here's his brother. It's like Google. Slow down with like the Big Brother stuff. You're freaking me out, yeah. man. Yeah. So who was he best comparable to? Shaq Thompson. That's a nice comp, huh? Mm-hmm. Shaq's yeah. a very athletic linebacker, and he's a guy that you know you could be. He could really burst on the scene this year. He should have a mm-hmm. bigger opportunity this year. Thomas Davis gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Him uh, and Keekley will be the two guys there. So that's a nice comparison. All I've really seen is. Uh, the other night when Wagner was out, and I think KJ Wright sat out too. He wore the green dot that night, mm. so he got the green dot. Yeah, that's he's been getting a, a large opportunity in camp yeah. with the Wagner injury and everything, and he's just been impressing. So uh, something I had written down to write y'all, uh, ask y'all. So if you're the right or the, I guess particularly the Wagner owner, is this a guy that you really want to have as kind of a backup? Potentially, yeah. You know? I mean, I think it's always smart at the end of your bench. If you have the roster spots available to grab backups to some of your most important players. Yeah. 
Do you I wouldn't. Guy, I wouldn't pay up necessarily for Barton, but yeah, if I could grab sure. him off the waiver wire or yeah. grab him late in an auction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he makes. He definitely makes sense in a dynasty league. And then also, you're right. If you have Bobby Wagner and you're maybe worried about him recovering from this injury, he yeah. has. Yeah, he's probably a nice little stash because if he if he came in, he'd be really productive. He's a perfect taxi squad guy. Yeah, I love to see a guy wearing the dot too. That means the coaches like him. Mm-hmm. They trust him. I mean, that's why Wollert put out the, the, the article here recently. You know, who are the guys, who are the three down linebackers? And of that group, who are the guys wearing the green dot? I mean, that's what you really want to look for. Yeah. yeah. Those guys aren't coming off the field because they're the quarterback of the defense. That's right. It's crazy. Both Barton and Winovich both had, you know, so Barton's got a 95th percentile on his agility score. And then Winovich was 97th on his agility score too. I mean, that's just. That's crazy. And both actually picked, you know, pretty close uh, in the draft together. Yeah. Winovich 77th overall and Barton 88th overall. And those are two large dudes. I mean, 240 and 255. That's a mm-hmm. big dude for that high of an agility score. That's impressive. Yeah. You're not taking dart throws yet in the NFL draft at pick 88. Yeah. But the first hundred picks really are guys that yeah. you expect yeah. to come in and contribute right away. Right. Yeah. And even, even if Barton's just on special teams mm-hmm. starting out. That's both sides too. Offense and defense. Mm-hmm. If you're a top three pick, that team is really looking at utilizing you in the first yeah. you know, year or two. And the other thing, too, well, go ahead. No, I want to get to uh, a quote here. So what's your question? Well, Seattle's just such a crapshoot this year. I mean, like, you know, the defensive line is just so in flux that, I don't know, I, I know Barton is obviously a linebacker here, but, I mean, nothing is really set in stone for, for Seattle this year. I know Wright is, and I know Wagner are, but, I don't know, Puna Ford and all that, that whole situation with L.J. Collier um, – I don't know. It just got me thinking about Seattle and just the, the mess that they. There's going to be opportunity in. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always opportunity. Yeah, and you figure, you know, with as much bad luck as they've already had, mm-hmm. that stuff usually continues. It seems. Yeah. So, what else is going to happen? Yeah. And you're right. Then if something else happens to Wagner or Wright, yeah, Barton could be huge. Barton will mm-hmm. step right in, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he's already got the green dot in preseason. Uh-huh. Yep. So it sounds like Mark and we have a, a quote here from. Uh, Ken Norton Jr. Yes, is, sir, the uh, great Ken Norton Jr. Ken Norton. Yes, sir. And now uh, keep in mind, you know, Ken's the type of guy, he's pretty tight-lipped. Ken you don't know. reveal much. It, right, right. He's going to keep it close to the vest. The camo vest. Yes, sir. With orange on the inside. It, yes, sir. <laughs> but here's what old uh, Ken had to say. He's pretty good. He's special. He's really smart. I gotta say, those sound like things you say about someone when none of those things are true. Like that guy's about to get cut and or killed. <laughs> well, now nah, you didn't let me finish, Josh. Alright, sorry about that. It gets better. You can't give him enough information. He's always trying to get more and more. Mm. Kinda gets on my nerves, if I'm being honest. It's like, who is this Cody? It's like, Cody, can you just shut up for a second and let us actually speak in meetings? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to watch NASCAR. Yep. So, uh. I like the two, uh, less country accents doing the country accent. I feel yeah. like I, I should have let off with that. You maybe. really should have. We need to yeah. lean more on you for the country accent. I try to Bobby. get the draw out in the, uh, yeah. out of the so Ken Norton did say that stuff, though. We that just, is an we, actual we, quote. Yeah, that's really what he was saying. You can, I mean, Ken Norton Jr. sounds like he's not yeah. missed a NASCAR race in 20 <laughs> yeah. years, so yeah, we so. got to lean into that a little yeah. bit here. Yep. All right, third guy, Bobby, who do we got here? No, number three on the list. Bradley Chubb. Oh, yes. Uh, well, we've got written down here for him. He saw a little bit of limited action 
Um, three total tackles, one sack, and one forced fumble uh, last week in the Broncos' week two preseason game. Um, so I got Mr. Markham here thinking, do you think this is the, the year that he takes that next step for the Broncos? Um, last year he played 78% of the defensive snaps. Uh, he had 60 total tackles, 12 sacks, and 14 tackles for loss. It's nice. Man, that's really nice. A rookie. Did the edge rush the other day get you to thinking about it? Like, literally, I saw that play on Twitter, and I was like, dang. Yeah. Bradley Chubb could be good this year. He was pretty much, um, yeah, he was unblocked for on that play, it seems. Yeah. Uh, someone <laughs> messed up. Um, but it seemed like that video was either retweeted or definitely. displayed. That over definitely and got over. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bradley Chubb could be a baller. Yeah. Um, and, and, and take that, like, Miles Garrett, you know, next, next step. He could be the Miles Garrett next year. And right? that production on 78% of the snaps. So, you know, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's someone that I'm paying close attention to. Um just a beast. I, I think he was he was uh close to the record for most sacks for a rookie. I think it was Javon Curse who holds that record. Wow. Why um, do you think it is that he's maybe flying a little bit under the radar? Is it just because it's Denver? And you know, I'm Von Miller. Well, in IDP world, yeah. it's because he's a linebacker. He yeah. gets the linebacker tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you're in a big play league and, and he gets a, he's eligible as a D, D line. He's yeah. he's a top twelve option this year. But we'll talk about a couple of those weird like LBs tonight mm-hmm. in the form of Khalil Mack, T.J. Watt, yeah, edge rushers, yeah, edge, yeah, guys that you're like, are we sure they're getting the right designation yeah. here yeah. with this linebacker tag? Yeah. Because I see those guys, like I would think of Chubb more as like a DN probably. He really is. I mean, mm-hmm. he's usually got, yeah, usually on the end. He usually mm-hmm. got his hand in the dirt. Like, mm-hmm. he's an end. But, but you're right. You probably don't think about him as much just because of Von Miller. Such yeah. a big presence and such a big name that you think, well, and, there can't be that kind of production alongside There just hasn't him. been a lot of excitement around Denver, I mean, ever well, yeah. since Peyton left. I mean, well, let's Miller's, be honest. Miller's kind of been average the last couple of years. I mean, he's been a fine play, but. I mean, I don't really want to seek him out right now. And also, though, watching that preseason game, you know, Flacco looked way better than average than, than we thought he was going to look. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel Sanders looks like he's back what somehow. In the world? How? You just hope that that Achilles holds up because yeah. you'd hate to see this awesome story derailed. Right. But man, did he look good! A lot of people taking victory laps already on that. Yeah. Let's, Let's calm down. Pump the brakes. The brakes. Yeah. One preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> he looked great. I'm glad he made it through it. But you know. 16 games, is, yeah. it's always hard for him to get through every year. Yeah. And not talking about when he's coming off an Achilles. I wonder how old Sanders is. He's like 32, is 33. He? Wow. Yeah. On the wrong side of 30. Um, he's trying to pull a Kobe, you know? Kobe he is special, late. man. I mean, he's he's a special player. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of him. but Hard uh, worker, too. Yep. Yeah, whoever would have thought that he would be starting the season for them, like yeah. week one. Uh, yeah, he's 32 years old, when, uh, just turned 32. Yep. Like week uh, eight week ten. When did he do that? It was December, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So it, was it was late, late. in the season. Yeah, I, think I think he's. Was, I think he's into like month eight of his recovery. That's yeah. unreal. Yeah. So shout out Sanders. Yeah. What an awesome dude. All right, we're gonna take a little break here. Hear about Anchor, and then we'll be back with some news and round three of the IDP Battle Royale. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
All right. Hope you all enjoyed that ad read slash hostage video. Markham, thank you for that creative genius that you unleashed on us right there. You're welcome, Joshy. Sometimes you just get in your zone and it's like your eyes are all wild and... It's my pleasure. Okay. Is that a new character we're trying out? I went to Chick-fil-A tonight. We, oh, and we didn't even talk wow. about that. Dang, we, we just totally buried the lead here. I, uh, yeah, I made a big deal of it today on Twitter. Found a, a hyped it up. Found some great gifts and uh, did not come through. Popeyes let us down. You drove like no, not joking, twenty minutes across town. Yeah, Popeyes is all the way on the other side of town. Like we never eat there because it's so out of the way. Mm. So tonight, dedication. Bobby was gonna go get the uh, Wendy spicy yep. chicken. Uh, I went to Chick Fil A first, mm-hmm. uh, and then went and then was you know, gonna go to Popeyes and get their sandwich. Uh, so got the one Chick Fil A, drove all the way out to Popeyes. They don't carry it. So uh, what's going on with that? No kidding. How does one know. Popeyes not get the sandwich, but the other ones do? I don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, very disappointing. We will be reaching out to the, someone on their team very soon. What's the chicken place on campus? Uh, that was Popeyes. Was it? It closed. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. if it was that or the. Uh, What's the other one? Well, we're getting a Raisin Cane's that's here it. soon. Yeah, that's going to be across from Chick-fil-A. We've got everything pretty much except oh, Raisin Cane's. So really far. great place to put a chicken place. Yeah, right, right across from the other chicken place. Yeah, mm-hmm. since they're going to make another Chick-fil-A. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's put this in between the two. But I'm not going to argue. You yeah. know what's never let you down, Markham? What? Taco Bell. That's true, Josh. God bless Taco Bell. I had Taco Bell this week. Did you? It was awesome. What'd, What'd you, you get? get? Got uh, two regular tacos, but with the Cool Ranch shell. Oh, nice. Uh, some nachos. And then I had the uh, little cinnamon oh, yeah. balls. Oh, I haven't oh. tried those before. It's cinnamon got like bon the balls. icing or whatever. Oh, and then nice. obviously the baja. Oh, yeah. I was cranking all afternoon, man. Yeah. I was ready to go. I was, was this, like uh, was this the Taco Bell in, uh, in, in Russellville? Russellville? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's an... Hey, it was hopping. One more risk. I know. That's a little more chance of a diarrhea (laughs) afternoon right there. We, we, you know, went through the day. We were fine. We powered through. Should have got four of the cinnamon balls instead of two. I was still hungry. But, uh, no, the Baja Blast was killer. It was icing on the cake. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's our mandatory, uh, you know, check-in for Taco Bell. That uh, ad revenue, sponsorship revenue we're getting from them has been, that's what kept the show afloat. You can uh, go and like uh, they've got like a nice little iPad. You can order yourself, and wow. you know they'll bring it to you. We're at Taco Bell. Yeah, like in the drive-through. No, like you go inside, oh. and like if you're going to sit down, you can like order what you want. You can pay for it there. Do whatever toppings, all that kind of mess, wow, and then they'll just bring it to great. you. Pretty the day awesome. the day is coming where yeah. there is no one that works inside these fast food restaurants anymore. Yep. Everything is just robots and automation. We got to find a guy with his yum brands between KFC, Taco Bell. Is there another one? Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah, mm-hmm. all Man, three I love. It's based in Kentucky. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's why there's the Yum Center in Louisville. Yeah, we need, we need to talk to a guy. We can, we could definitely. Yeah, I'll call I feel Patino. like the size of our audience. It's like there are no joke. Hundreds of people who listen to our show. At least. So we need you to cut a $50,000 check right now for a sponsorship. Please. He would go for it. Yeah. Mr. Yum. Mr. Yum definitely would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get into some IDP news. Mm -hmm. Markham, what's going on in the world of IDP? Don't tell me it's injuries. Mm. Is it injuries? It's it is injuries, and God, uh, I feel such a buzzkill. I, I feel responsible again. I think I talked about on the last episode how there were no significant injuries mm. 
the very next day we got the uh the double Derwin, Derwin the double James, punch yep. and we got the Avery Williams news. We'll yep. start with uh unfortunately the Derwin James injury, Bobby. Mm, sorry, sorry, man. Mm-hmm. You got him in both uh heavily invested in Derwin. Yeah, you got him in XFFL and our listener league as well. Yeah. It's tough. He's going to be done pretty much for the Not year. Not just IDP, but he was so exciting to watch. There yeah. are so few guys that even if they're good for IDP, that you actually enjoy turning on the mm-hmm. tape and watching those guys play. Well, and like the Chargers have to be pretty bummed. They're oh, gutted. Gosh, I mean, yeah. this is just the Chargers though. every year. The worst yeah. injury luck. Yeah. Yeah. So now, Adrian Phillips. Yeah. Probably is the guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else might see some more play because of that. Um, it's definitely probably Phillips. Yeah, well, I'd have to dig deep into the depth chart to kind of look and see what other. I'm sure there's some young guys that are going to have opportunity. You know, Adrian Phillips. It took it took multiple injuries really before he got going last year. Yeah. Um, but I, I've already seen the coach have been saying that that's the starting strong safety right now while while James is out. Do you think Kaiser White? I know he's more yeah. in the linebacker role, but they've got a bunch Phillips of is, Phillips is kind of a weird safety linebacker hybrid. They got anyway. a lot of hybrid guys, like yeah, that. a lot not, of versatile players. So who knows? You know, Gus Bradley does a lot of weird stuff. Phillips is the guy to pick up right now if you're looking for the Derwin James replacement. I though. think so too. He was huge down the stretch last year. They've got a ton of those weird linebacker yep. safety hybrid dudes, and they you do. don't know who to play. Uh, um, the the injury though to Derwin James, we found out from Adam Schefter was that he had a screw inserted into his foot as a freshman at Florida State. Doctors determined the screw bent last week in Thursday's joint practice with the Saints, and it was removed in surgery that happened today. The Chargers placed him on the IR, expect him to be out three to four months, so I'd say his season is over. Wow. Sad as that is. Uh So uh, let's just go on to the other injury news that is so awesome. Avery Williamson done for the year as well. This was a torn ACL, correct? Yes. Yeah, I think he uh, one of his own guys ran into his leg. Uh, oh, that's the worst. The, and also, uh, Avery Williamson was playing pretty far into the game. Well, you know, pretty far for him. Yeah. Being a top three, you know, or four defensive player on that unit. Um, probably could have been avoided. That's what's the worst part of all this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think you've actually seen coaches have kind of been a little more cautious uh, this year with the preseason guys. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Sean McVay started this last year, basically sitting all your guys. And mm-hmm. I think with the next collective bargaining agreement, yeah, we will see the preseason either eliminated mm-hmm. or taken down to two games. Yeah. That's it, my prediction. That's the best. It's a farce. I Be love fine. the McVay mentality. Here's, here's what I would say as well is like, how can we fix the preseason? Stop selling tickets yeah. to the preseason. Mm-hmm. You know, either have these preseason games as basically like joint practices where fans can come and you have the kind of training camp atmosphere, mm-hmm. but stop playing these things in the stadiums and charging guys and charging fans full price. Like that's yeah. how you fix the preseason. You mm-hmm. make it, you stop pretending like it's real NFL games and mm-hmm. just treat it like what it is, which is a glorified practice. Yeah. Yep. Or have it at like some. You know, colleges. Yeah, that yeah. would be really States. cool. Bring it to a small town like Bowling Green. Yeah, you know, I know. Play at Western. Absolutely, that's a good idea. And, and don't tra- and don't again. Don't take your starters. Yeah, I'd be totally fine if you know the Colts and and Bengals brought down their second and third teamers and played a preseason game at mm-hmm. Western. Yeah, yeah. That's how you fix the preseason because the preseason is important to a lot of the you know roster dudes bubble guys trying to make yeah, of course you know, right. make the team get paid, but. 
I agree. It, it is a bummer when you see situations like this. Unfortunately, the 24-7, 365 NFL news cycle has mm-hmm. pushed preseason up just because mm-hmm. we're all so starved for NFL action and NFL mm-hmm. content. And yeah. it's made it into something it was never meant to be. Oh, yeah. It's on TV. We're sitting here checking the box scores and everything now. So, I mean, we're all looking at it and clicking. Yeah. You know, another click we're interested for, in it. But, but the, and the NFL will never change it because I'm sure the ratings are really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. People are just dying for football. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem is that they have given into this impulse of let's do this because it makes us money mm-hmm. and not let's do what's best for the product and best for the game. Because yeah. the game, the preseason games are a joke. Well, and as we all know, you know, NFL owners are greedy and they wanted an eight team game season, which it's is crazy. absurd. It is. Um, but yeah. So who do we think steps in for Avery Williamson? Yeah, you got a couple options here, right? So yeah. Blake Cashman, Neville Hewitt. Yeah, Blake Cashman's a rookie, but hearing a lot of great things. I know a lot of the guys that we respect; they're all big fans. Uh-huh. Um, the way I saw it described was for this year, grab Hewitt. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the dynasty stash, grab Cashman. Yeah. yeah. So I know Cashman got. I think both these guys got snatched up in our league. I, um, I'm uh, I'm the I'm an Avery Williamson owner in that other dynasty league. I picked up Cashman. Um, so you're going Cashman this year. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not worried. Really, I'm not going to try and play this situation. I'm not. Yeah. That's not don't, I'm don't try to replace Williamson yeah. with his replacement. Just sure. go get somebody else yeah, that can step look in. Look elsewhere. I, I, I like if I can get CJ Mosley somewhere, sure, he's going to be great this year. Yeah. But he was already going to be great. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really targeting them. But I'll, I like I like Cashman long term, so I'll, I'll go that route. That's exactly what I was going to say. C.J. Mosley would probably be the guy that I would, you know, immediately look at as far as like a trade asset to have. But the other thing it does is it makes Jamal Adams way yeah. more, you know, we'll get into it. But the whole Derwin news, and then obviously this with Williamson puts him back into the safety one role. They're going to get yep. rid of the whole like I don't even think it was real to begin with, but he wasn't going to play corner at all. Like sure he might have ended up there, you know, a couple times a game, but I think that goes back to putting him as a pretty Set in stone, safety, one, two, three, probably somewhere in there. Agree. Yeah, he should be probably the first safety off the board now. Again. For sure. Because, Especially with Thurman gone. Yep. Because Williams was going to take a lot of tackles away from right. Adams. He, Yeah, I mean, that was the my gripe was uh, Adams was kind of going second with Williamson and Mosley. Yeah. I don't think that was probably a smart pick. I know? agree. I think he probably was going to finish outside the top five this year. Uh-huh. But – not anymore. Not anymore. Another way to think about this, too, as uh, the John Johnson owner, Josh, is, you know, I like the Micah Kaiser news is best probably for you because now John Johnson's going to, like, rack up a ton of these just messy tackles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think it's a bump for Littleton, and I think it's a bump, obviously, for John Johnson so, as well. So sure. pay attention here on teams like this with – linebacking cores that aren't necessarily like super deep if you see a significant linebacking injury look for those safeties that people have been calling for to regress because of the improved linebacker play like you said we've seen that now with the rams seen it with the jets because it's not always a linebacker that's stepping in place of the injured guy that's the biggest beneficiary sometimes it's a safety it's going to mop up some of these tackles when the second string linebacker blows coverage or something you know So, some other news here that we have. Bobby, I'm going to let you read this one because this is your boy. Yeah. So, a day after my other boy, Daryl Henderson, uh, beat him on a wheel route, the uh, Cowboys felt bad for him and 
gave Jalen Smith a lot of money. So yeah, sixty-four million with thirty-five point five million guaranteed. That's pretty ballsy too, wow. you know, with the whole Dak and Zeke and Amari situation. Do you think going they were on. sending a message to those three guys with this contract? I don't know. I I don't know. I, I've seen the offers that have been sent to Dak and to Zeke. I don't. I don't. I haven't really kept up with Amari's if they've sent him anything yet. But I don't know about a message. I really like Jalen. I know Markham's not as huge. I mean, justifiably so because. He does kind of have a lot of years on those knees. Mm-hmm. Um, a five-year contract is pretty long-term. He's still young, though. He's still young, but... You worry about the knee and the drop foot, but... From it sounds his... like they have that built into the contract, though, with only half of it being guaranteed, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. So, they have outs, it seems. But, man, good for him. I mean, that was such an yeah. awful situation yeah. in, really in college. And, uh, man, he's such a... He's a really, really good player. I love watching him. I... My main takeaway from that contract, though, is I guess just I'm still kind of confused why Deion Jones didn't get a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Deion Jones is better. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was his deal? Let's see. I'm going to look that up while yeah. you're talking about it. Was it. A, it was a discount. It was a lot it less. Was, it was like fifty six million, mm-hmm. I think. Fifty seven. Yeah. Four years. Fifty seven million. Wow. That's a great price for him. It yeah. really is. I mean, that's a bargain. Yeah. So, uh, Agreed. yeah, so I'm, I'm 34 million guaranteed. I was just kind of surprised that CJ Mosley got paid the way he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith got the money he got. And then mm-hmm. Deion Jones was the least of the, of the group. Seems bizarre. Do you think Weird. it was maybe a little bit of an injury discount? Maybe so. Yeah. Just, Especially I mean, with LVE being there still as well. You yeah. Know? Kind of bizarre. And the Mosley contract we have to keep in mind is because he hit the open market. Yeah, true. true. So open market's going to drive you up probably 20 to 30%. Um, whereas these two guys stayed with their teams. And yeah. Jerry, we know Jerry Jones, he's, I heard it said the other day, he never lets a guy get away that he wants to keep. Hmm. If he wants you part of that team, he'll pay any amount of money to keep you on the team. He's always been really, you want to play for the Cowboys because A, they're the Cowboys. You're on national TV six times a year. And Jerry Jones takes care of his guys. What do you he think about has. the uh, story with uh, him wanting to, to make Zeke the second highest paid running back? Do you, you have to assume it? that's behind Gurley. And do you think that is Zeke happy with that? Or is, is Zeke upset? I don't know. Zeke is such a wild I think Zeke card. thinks that he should be the highest paid running back. Uh-huh. I think he thinks he should be paid more than Gurley. I do too. But I think he'll take the deal and get into the start of the season i really do i don't think he's going to sit out any games i think he wanted to skip the preseason i don't know this is probably a weird take but my thought as a 32 two year old father of two would be go live the easy life behind that enormous offensive line in dallas and don't get hurt you're going to be protected you know live a relatively easy running back life and make good money you know I understand you can get another $10, $20 million or something, but you're inside. How many running backs have we seen leave Dallas and just like, you know, just, yeah, go straight to the bottom? Uh, uh, DeMarco Murray. Um, I'm trying to think about others since him. I'm sure there's been a lot, but (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I'd want to run behind the Dallas line. I think I could rack up 50 a game probably. You'd be sick. You'd be so sick. Yeah. There's even with the whole sniping back and forth with Jerry Jones, yeah. you know, saying Ziku and then Zeke's like, that right. was insulting. Just a weird, weird week. And yeah. Jerry Jones is like, I've earned the right to say that and make that joke. And it was like, okay, uh, I feel this is getting a little awkward right now. Yeah. But I think a deal gets done. I think that team is built around Zeke. And I didn't even hear that part. Jerry Jones said yes, that. Yeah. He said, I have the right to make that joke. Yeah. That's weird. I've earned the right. 
I've earned the right. That's to what you say when you're a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. Is I can say and do whatever I want because yeah. I can. Yeah. I literally just bought this stadium this with cash. This is my team. Have you talked to Zeke? No, no, I sure haven't. But I've earned the right. I've earned it. Well, and what's great too is that GMs sometimes uh, have to make moves because the owner is leaning on them. Oh well, what do you know? Uh, Jerry Jones, owner and GM. So mm, the yeah. alignment there is 100% perfect. Interesting. Yeah. Which is always great. Another fun thought I just thought of. I have screws in my foot and my ankle. Whoa. Yeah. When did this happen? Uh, back in college, I broke it playing football really wow. bad. My fibula. And so down pretty far in my ankle. Um, but they say after so long, and I'm, I really need to get this checked out, but after so long, your bone will start to like reject it and it'll like start to back the screws out. That's good. That's weird. I should. This is a good mental note. Wow. Just, I need to check that out. Yeah, write that down. Yeah. Check with the doctor screws as the screw foot. starts to pop out of your leg in the middle of the night. <laughs> Man. So some crazy, crazy news that broke today out of New England. Guys, is, is Patrick Chung Scarface? I guess so. He might be. Getting, I guess so. Getting busted for cocaine. Um, yeah. So he was not arrested. Uh, they indicted him, and he is due in court. On August 28th, so huh. next week. And apparently his neighbors were very disappointed. Wow. Do you have any more details? Like, what what all happened here? Yeah, it just says, uh, did possess or have under his control a quantity of the controlled drug cocaine. Wow. He committed the act knowingly. Didn't say how much? Does not say how much. Mm. Huh. Nope. This is. I'm looking at the police report right now. I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, it is, but yeah. it's a professional athlete. Or the yeah. indictment, I should say. Yeah. So, but cocaine? Yeah, coke. It's one thing if it's weed like or pills. We see this a lot, right? Yeah. Guys getting busted for weed. Guys getting bu- busted. For, but coke. This is isn't like, as weird as the Colts owner, though. A couple co- years ago. Ursay's always <laughs> been was one of the drugged out of things. his mind. Yeah, anything is on the table for that guy. Yeah, well, uh, he's also usually, a billionaire. Usually what's on the table is lines <laughs> of drugs. Yes. <laughs> uh, there, there was a great shot of him a couple years ago in the press box when I don't think he knew he was on camera, and he was, like, waving his arms. <laughs> he was clearly talking to somebody that wasn't there. He may have been half-clothed. Half awesome. We have no idea. Y'all yeah. watch Parks and Rec? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great was, show. Was uh, that him when they go to yes. uh, Indianapolis mm-hmm. for uh Andy's yeah, uh, for his bachelor, bachelor party? party. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jimmy say. Yeah, fun fact, he was high on meth that episode. That's awesome. Yeah, he Not was surprised. He was re- But yeah, cocaine because it takes me back who was the guy was it for the uh for the Bengals, Sam Hurd? Yeah, that's right. That was basically like a drug. I think he was on the Cowboys, wasn't he? The Cowboys, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, he was like a drug kingpin. That was an insane story. And that's, I mean, are we, because, uh, okay, you do you have Coke if you're not running Coke as an NFL player? Huh. Like, you just don't hear, you don't see guys getting busted for Coke. It's it's just yeah. like, I know guys are on Coke. The guy Darren Waller was talking about on Hard Knocks yeah. that he was on Coke, like, Pills, everything. His rookie year with the Ravens a couple years ago. I watched the video the other day about Coke being made, like in some. Oh, I know who it was. It was the uh, British uh, cook. Um, help Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay goes to like some jungle somewhere and watch some like two masked dudes like making cocaine. And wow. it was oh, watch the show Dope on Netflix. When you see how one? cocaine gets made in these backwood jungles yeah. in South America. You won't ever want to do it again? No. You'll want to take it right <laughs> off your table in the middle of your family dinner. Well, this cocaine's going in the garbage. 
You know, the other cocaine story that kind of got squashed a little bit was Dustin Johnson, you know? Yeah. he. You didn't liked, hear about that a whole lot. He liked coke. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know. It's just weird to hear players doing coke. That's like, that was like a... That was the 80s. 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was the Cowboys. Michael Irvin and all, yeah, those, yeah. Dudes, all those dudes. Uh, but, you know. Apparently coke's back. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Apparently he had the party at his house and just didn't didn't clean up the coke. Yeah, I, w- I did love this quote, though, in the uh, Boston CBS story. I expected more of him, said neighbor Jack Carey. I thought he was above that. <laughs> so, Jack, shout out, Jack, for airing your feelings here about Mr. And, Chung. And I like how the it's the Patriots, like, they never have, you know, stories break or yeah. anything bad happen to their players. But when it does, it's like, <laughs> it's either murder or it's coke or it's... And make it's it both. Yeah, y'all hadn't heard from us in a year or two. Yeah, we're gonna make this one good. We only, yeah, we only employ uh, cokeheads and murderers yeah. up in New England. Oh boy! All right, guys, time for round three of the battle royale tonight. We have the NFC North versus the AFC North, and so let's start here with the NFC North guys. And Bobo, why don't you read us the roster? Who made the NFC North all-star lineup? Love to. So we got two defensive tackles in Akeem Hicks and Kenny Clark. Our two DNs are Daniel Hunter and Trey Flowers. Good old Danielle. Oh, yeah, Danielle. Uh, shout out, Lauren. Uh, our three linebackers are Roquan Smith, Blake Martinez, and Khalil Mack. Our two safeties, Harrison Smith and HaHa Clinton Dix. Our two cornerbacks are Quandre Diggs and Kyle Fuller. Our flex goes to Everson Griffin, an honorable mention to Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, and that's the end. And Eric Kendricks. And Eric Kendricks. I think I put him on after you emailed well, to this go. to yourself because to go. Kentucky Farm Bureau blocks. Make me look bad again, Josh. Google Docs. So, um, guys, what immediately <laughs> jumps out to me here is uh, the strength of this linebacking core. We did go with Khalil Mack as a linebacker. That's how he's designated in um, RSO, which is what we've used for most of the positional designations here. But you have Roquan, Blake Martinez. Both those guys were top 12 last year. I mean, the NFC North is really stacked across the board, but that's the first position group that jumps out to me. Do you all see both of those guys being in the mix for top 12 again this year? Uh, Roquan and Blake. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Blake's very underrated. He oh, is. Yeah. He's not super flashy or exciting, but he's just solid. That's yeah. two straight years that he's been, I think, a top 12 guy. Gets sacks. Just kind of does a little bit of everything. You know, always around the ball, but also can, you know, uh, rush the pass. 144 tackles last year. Yeah. A lot of tackles for loss, too, right? He had, um, yeah, looks 10. like 10 tackles for loss. So, yeah, great player. Um, played. Uh, 1,049 snaps. That was 99% of the snaps. That's a lot. So on the Dang, field. Son. Yeah. Reliable. Um, yeah. Stays healthy. Yeah. Um, it was funny watching Hard Knocks and listening to some of the reaction. It was like this whole Antonio Brown thing has just been swirling and it's this big culture mess. And John Gruden's trying to get his guys in there and build this culture and the mm-hmm. Raiders, man, and all of this. And it's like, don't you think they could have used a guy like Khalil Mack yeah. to help build that culture? Yeah. yeah. The guy that just works harder than everyone in practice, is a natural-born leader. You know, completely turned around the defense on the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I remember that, like, I was on a cruise ship in Europe, and it was like, the, I could feel the shockwaves from, from half a continent, you know, yeah. from half a world away when they traded him. Yeah. Because it was one of the biggest NFL trades in, of the past decade. Yeah. Yeah, he is uh he is a special player. Uh 
I gotta say, like, what I'm super excited about on this uh, NFC North is the defensive tackles. Yeah. Two of my babies, two of my all-time babies right here. Akeem Hicks, one of my favorite players. And Kenny. So underrated. Yeah. Last week you said Fletcher Cox was your most underrated player. Uh, these two are prime candidates for me. For sure. Akeem Hicks, definitely up there. And then Kenny Clark. Yeah. Man, people will just sleep on this guy. Um, he's been someone that I've been able to get pretty much in every league I've been in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just been so solid the past two years and yeah. he's free he's just free people are, are have caught on now but man hicks and clark that is a great duo they're not too much of a fall behind you know the whole donald buckner no you know like that's top right there but they're number two absolutely yeah. at least of the I mean, ones they don't we've have, seen so far they, they're not quite the pass rushers sure. of those guys right but uh Man, they are solid, disruptive. Holy yeah. cow! Kenny Clark is twenty three years old. Kenny Clark yeah. twenty three. Kenny Clark also going uh, into his third season. He for the year that he had he, in our league, he finished as the defensive tackle eleven. Yeah, he did that only playing sixty eight percent of the snaps. Mm-hmm. He played seven hundred twenty one defensive snaps last year. Uh, he missed, I think, the last three games. Um, but yeah, a guy that is just continuing. Uh, to get better and better every year. Yeah, actually going into his fourth season. Came into the league in 2016, played 16 games, 15 games, and only 13 games last season. Yeah. So achieved, yeah, defensive tackle, number 11 finish in 13 games last year. Impressive. Yeah. So really stacked at the defensive tackle Mm -hmm. um, and defensive end as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. these are two guys. I mean, Daniil Hunter – Best body in the NFL. No doubt. Built like an action figure. Is it possible that he's underrated? I think so. Yeah, I mean he's uh, you know, top three for me. Probably, probably number one for me, honestly. Fourteen sacks and twenty-one tackles for loss last year, which is crazy. That's nuts. That's insane. Yeah. You know, and again, he's kind of, he's not that big name. You know, Watt, Calais Campbell. You know, we'll talk about another one on the other side. Yeah, Miles Garrett gets a lot of love, but I mean, like Daniil is, he's unbelievable. So good. And is it? Is it just because he plays for Minnesota? I mean, it just seems like one of those teams that he was. You know, he wasn't the highest drafted guy. He mm-hmm. kind of went under the radar. Um, but yeah, he's just he's just continuing to develop. He's gotten uh, I forget the guy that Minnesota brought in, but they brought in a, a pretty prolific defensive line coach who is really good at coaching technique. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember reading last year that that was instrumental in his development. And uh, if you're looking in the dynasty leagues, he is 24 years old. Wow. Yeah. So, so really, I mean, your defensive ends uh, in Dynasty League, it's it's Hunter and or Garrett. Yeah. But for me, it's probably, uh, probably Hunter. I still. think I'd take Hunter too. Yeah. I and think I, I think it's really close. But man, it's close. Maybe like three and four or yeah. something like that. I don't know. I don't know how you would break it down. I don't have solos here. I've got tackles and assists. But I think he led defensive ends last year in solos. So here he's got. I don't know. Basically, fifty-one solos, and then he's got twenty-one assists. I'm not, you know, I've got a big tackles. list of a bunch yep. of people on here, but he might have led defensive ends in tackles last year, he was which up is there. impressive. Yeah, he stood out. Wow, man, Daniel Hunter, and then the, you know, the safety group is really strong as well. I mean, Harrison Smith again. I think it's just Vikings in general. You see, really, really underrated uh, because he's outstanding. I mean, he's a top five safety in my mind for this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So I love Harrison Smith. Ha ha Clinton Dix. You know, what does he look like in that role now? Um, 
with uh let's see where did he go to again the um he's um i know he switched teams he was with the packers chicago now that's right Right. chicago so last year right he was with the packers and they traded him to the redskins midseason which i was i get that got me thinking that was a stupid trade because he left so i don't know what i don't remember what compensation they gave up to get uh dicks last year but he immediately left it wasn't a lot yeah it's like just a like a half a year rental. Yeah. Weird for a team that wasn't competing or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I guess Alex Smith they was got still. A, they got a fourth round pick. He must have been Bay. running cocaine and they wanted off of him. Maybe so. Yeah. Packers <laughs> trade Haha ha Clinton Dix to the Redskins for a fourth round pick. Wow. That's, so that's, that's, that's pretty rich I guess for that, a guy you didn't resign. I, I, I guess that but happened. They went and got Collins. And, and I guess that happened uh, when it's Alex Smith was still mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they, because didn't they start off somewhat. They were decent. decent. Yeah. They were fine. They were they were probably wild card competing. Yeah, they were in the mix for the wild card. Yeah. You know how Snyder does. If, yeah. if they have a chance, he'll. Here's here's something up. funny. I I guarantee you that Jay Gruden gets fired this year, and that he immediately gets rehired for another head coaching job. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I do too. I think he's coached up that god awful Redskins team, <laughs> like <laughs> admirably these past you know five or six years. He's the longest tenured coach. Mm-hmm. Third longest tenured coach, but I think behind Belichick wow. and uh, Tomlin, he's never had a lot of talent around him either. Yeah. No, so I don't think that's really his fault. Some Maybe bad medical staff too. Yeah, yeah so true. obviously the worst medical staff. We've talked about that. You've got your left tackle, you know, uh, sitting out the entire year unless they fire the whole medical staff. And he was in the news again today. I saw yeah. where the Patriots were trying to acquire him. Is no, that right? No surprise there. Mm-hmm. I, if you're the uh, Texans, why have you not reached out? Oh, it's because you don't have a GM. <laughs> That's probably part of the reason yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then the flex, Everson Griffin. Markham, I know this is your boy. You got him in XFFL. Oh, yeah. Uh, prime candidate for a bounce back last year. He had that scary episode where he had kind of a mental breakdown uh, at the beginning of last year and was just never really the same. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, this is a guy that was a perennial top 12 defensive end for pretty much the past three, four years. A big loss for them when Uh, he went out. Yeah. So I just, everything I've been reading this off season is that he's focused, he's healthy. uh, He, he looks like he did uh, during that 16, 17 season. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people are pegging him for a bounce back and I am as well. Mm -hmm. I think that we're going to see him finish in the top 12. And I think he's going to have between nine and 11 sacks. Never forget. Never forget. He's a good buy low right now. For sure. Yeah. And I think uh, we don't talk much about cornerbacks on here. That's what I was going to say, Josh. All right, bring it up, Bobby. What no, you got? No, you, you're, you're always skipping over my corners. I'm a corner lover, you know. Hey. I don't. I don't, you know, differentiate between these guys. I want everybody to get their, you know, their uh, their due time on this podcast. Just, just stream them, Bobby. And, uh, you know, that's, you got... That's you got, typically my strategy. Yeah, well, it's a horrible strategy. When you're talking about Kyle Fuller, who led all cornerbacks last year with seven interceptions... And then I know you just drafted uh, Diggs in our uh, Diggs, yeah. RSO. I was going to say, usually I pay no more than $500,000 in our league. That's the it's minimum you can pay. Not enough. And I just paid Quandre $3.5 million. That's so good. Praying that growth. he gets switched back yeah. to uh, safety. Yeah. Praying that, that does uh, not happen. It's coming. For you. Why do y'all want bad things for me? The, I sent think, the email this morning. I think it may happen. Seriously. Yeah. If he does, I get to drop him. So that would not be a bad, it's bad be the uh, old, outcome. No, Kazi or Whitehead. 
He yeah. was the safety last year, I believe, and I extended him, and then they moved him LB. So mm. you want to drop him, Bobby? We can drop him right here on the pod. Shout out RSI. Now we're good. We're gonna hold on to Kyle's here. Yeah, yeah. Good. All but right. No, I like Fuller. I, I think I drafted Fuller, didn't I? Sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Shout out, Kamish. Yeah. Good there job. You go. Cornerbacks. No, I have no idea if you did. I'm no, just... but I agree with Adam too. Everson Griffin. He's a great buy low right now. I think he uh, he could be a really good uh, asset to have. Yeah. All right, AFC North. Let's talk about it, Markham. Who do we got? All-star lineup for the AFC North. Okay, the two defensive tackles. We have Geno Atkins and Cameron Hayward. Uh, defensive end, we have Miles Garrett and Carlos Dunlap. Linebacker, we have Devin Bush, Joe Schobert, TJ Watt. Safety, we have Jesse Bates third. Sean Williams. At corner, we have Denzel Ward and Mike Hilton. And at the flex spot, we have Carl Lawson. Carl! 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 Some uh, honorable mentions. uh, Sam Hubbard, Jermaine Pratt, Terrell Edmonds, uh, Stephon Tuitt, Nick Vigil, and uh, Patrick Onwuasor. (laughs) Onwuasor. It's like a dinosaur. Onwuasor. Yeah. So that's what we're going to go with. I'm sure that's nowhere close. Um, all right, guys, what jumps out to you here? Uh, I don't think not as quite as flashy as the NFC North lineup, but, uh, yeah, what jumps out to you guys from this group? Who yawn. I mean, Miles Garrett, Devin Bush. Is that's it, it? It's crazy that Devin Bush is already the best linebacker in the AFC North. True. Yeah. Before yeah. he's ever played a game. Wow. As I was going through, I was like, man, who are we going to put on this list? We were debating before we got on mic, like, how do we want to finalize this lineup here? Had guys like Christian Kirksey, yeah. you know, Kenny Young, you know, yeah. TJ Watt we like a lot. Yeah, Bush um, and Watt are pretty much, those are locks, but after that it gets pretty... Pretty gross, pretty yeah. quick. You could throw Nick Vigil in there. A lot of sleepers, a lot of, you know, linebacker three, four types that, you know, a lot of people are throwing darts on. Yeah, you Kenny could... Kenny Young. Yeah, you, know, you could... Um, you could Your boy that we talked about, Mr. Board. Chris Board. Chris yeah. Board, yep. Yeah. You could talk about Jermaine Pratt or right. he could be Preston someone Brown next year from that, the Bengals. That's the thing with these rookies, you just never know. It's uh-huh. like... At this point last year, no one knew that Darius Leonard was about to set the league on fire. Yeah. Pratt could be the same type of guy. Man, um, and you hit on those guys, at least in our league. That's Joe, such an asset. Yeah, you're you're going to get so much back if somebody offers you a trade yep. for one of those dudes. It's kind of crazy that both of the Bengals' safeties actually made the list. You don't often see that, two yeah. guys from the same team. Love that. But safety is a really weak position here across the AFC North. I mean, I don't know. Mm. You know, more, Maybe Morgan Burnett would be in the mix here. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, I like Terrell Edmonds. I think he's, he's a guy Edmonds, that we're going to see yeah. maybe take another step this year. You got Earl Thomas there with the Ravens That's now. That's a nice one. So some decent guys, but yeah, not a lot of sizzle there. Bobby, why don't you give some love here to our cornerbacks, your favorite position group? Nah, I don't want to talk about cornerbacks. Okay, cool. They're pretty trashy. Denzel Ward is a great NFL cornerback. Yeah, But again, sure. those don't always make the best IDP cornerbacks. He's a lot like, you know, I kind of put this in here on the, the dock just because I own him, but Darius Slay is a lot of the same, you know, big play Slay. Yep. You know, he makes big plays, but they don't throw his way a whole lot. And I, we get, let's give some love to the defensive tackles here. Geno Atkins yeah. and Cameron yeah. Hayward, both studs. Yeah. Uh, but they just, I think, I think Gino was probably a little discouraged last year with that team. He's mm. someone that is really great. He's an awesome player. Uh, maybe he's rejuvenated with the new coaching staff and, and some more fresh talent around him. 
Yeah, you hope so. Because he's such a good player. Him and Dunlap both yeah. really deserve better than they do. that crap team that they were stuck with last year. So TJ Watt tied for first last year among linebackers with the most sacks, with 13 sacks, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So given that you own, let's just say you own TJ Watt and somebody offers you um, Devin Bush for him. Are oh, you yeah. accepting that trade? 100%. Yes. Both of y'all? Yes. I think I probably would too. Um, although, you know, if... If TJ Watt, if you have, uh, if he's listed as a D, uh, D end or yeah. has the D line eligibility, that, that I think he's that someone, changes the equation. Yeah. I think that's someone that's going to be a top 12 D end. So I know we talked about this, I think a little bit on our other podcast, but does it devalue these people like Mac, Chandler Jones, TJ Watt in our league that are designated as linebackers? But really You'd play rather be defensive end because yeah. you're basically hoping that they replicate those same sacks, um, but in your linebacker spot. So you could yeah. go and fill them, you know, for a linebacker who's going to produce more tackles, which is a little bit easier to do, yeah. as opposed to going and getting 13 sacks, which is not obviously yeah. the easiest thing to do. Yeah, it depends on the kind of scoring that right. you have. If it's um, big play, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. And, and we should define big play is. Is sacks, sacks, tackles, tackles for, for loss. sacks that are over five. You know, if you get five points for sacks, you yeah. get at least three or four for tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. You get four for forced fumbles, four for fumble recoveries, interceptions, you know, big plays, right? Yep. So yeah. you're getting rewarded heavily for those. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone that had Mac last year and, and like a big play scoring format, I don't think anyone was upset. That he was a linebacker because yeah. he was no. he was great for sure. It does, so it doesn't matter. He was going to be great as a linebacker. He's going to be great as a D end. In situations like that, when they're on that level, mm-hmm. who cares? And with Mac yeah. last year, he sat out four yeah. games, right? Three games, yeah. And he was still the D end or the linebacker six, didn't, no four. Yeah, didn't wow. have an off season to prepare and stuff. You know, completely new team, unreal. Come in and dominate the way he did. Yeah. Um, that Bears defense is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. So we've got to talk real quick before we get to our votes or anything, blah, blah, about Miles Garrett, just because I own him. So, I mean, I'm not – I think he'll be great this year. I'm probably not as overly hype as everyone on Twitter appears to be. Mm-hmm. I know he looks great. You know, everything in training camp looks like he's awesome. Do you all think he ends a year as a top three D end? He's Man. someone that I'm kind of – I think he makes that next step. I'm kind of with the hype on Twitter. Yeah. I th- it's like, who do you make your top three? I yeah. mean, if he's in it, who's out? JJ, Daniil, and Garrett? Miles Garrett. Wow. That would be my top three. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so who else do we have on? I mean, we got like Demarcus Lawrence, Frank Clark, Cameron Cameron Jordan, Joey uh, Bosa, jo- Joey Cameron Bosa. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would rather, I think I, I think JJ Watt, Hunter, and Miles Garrett. That would be my three. Wow, and you also always have the possibility of Watt getting hurt. I yeah, mean, sure. you you can't project injury, but with guys like Watt, yeah. you do bake it into his projections and draft price just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Donald's a defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. If, if if Donald's a D end, he's he's in that top three as well. Yeah. Also, um, this made me think about this as well. Chris Jones got moved in our RSO league to mm-hmm. defensive tackle. Yeah, because he was defensive end, went to tackle, went back to end, went back to tackle. So yeah. they've been playing with him a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think that helps more than anything. I think that really is a good bump for Chris Jones. I don't know. I haven't talked to the owner about that, you know, in our league or whatever, but he better hold on to him. 
That's an asset. He's a, he's a great player. Same as we're talking about Kenny Clark and the Akeem Hicks, as we'll vote here soon. But yeah, AFC is just kind of it's there's some you know great solid players, but only a couple flashy players in there. Yeah. So let's get to the votes. And uh, from tallying this up beforehand, it is um, going to be a little bit of a landslide. But let's go defensive tackle first. For me, this was probably the closest competition, but I took the NFC North because of Akeem Hicks. So, Markham, who are you going with here? NFC North, again, huge fan of Hicks and Clark both. So uh, they're going to be hard to beat. And something we were talking about before, you know, this – this setup that we have here with the battle royale and the all-star lineups, something kind of fun and different, but hopefully you all can kind of see as we talk through this, if we're taking one team or one group over the other, it kind of helps you to start to see where we see guys breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. Cause really it's like, you know, think about the different tiers, where are guys. So obviously uh, it's a situation where we would all take, because, Bobby, you're going NFC, oh, yeah. NFC North as well. Yes. So this is a situation where if you're looking at drafting, we would be suggesting Akeem Hicks and Kenny Clark over both Geno Atkins and Cam Hayward. In a, Yeah, in a defensive tackle required league, those two are probably like top five, five, five and six yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe. I mean, they're up there yeah. for me. All right, defensive end, Markham, who you got on this one? Hunter and Flowers. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's just Hunter's – Again, a top three, and then Flowers is probably a top 12 uh, at the back end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what, Garrett's also top three, but Dunlap's probably yeah. outside of the top 12 yeah. for me. It's like it's very close between Hunter and Garrett, mm-hmm. but then it's not as close between Flowers right. and Dunlap. Yeah. So I think, yeah, give me NFC North as well. I'll go the opposite just for the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> just Just to give them some pity votes. Just for you, just for you, Garrett. Only for you. Yeah, that's true. You got to give some love to your guy. Yeah. I, do. I just gave a, a lot to get him, so you better. <laughs> and you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be wrong to take Garrett over Daniel Hunter. No, yeah, but you all are very right. Very though. close. I mean, it's it, preference. If you were to have Trey Flowers and Dunlap, I'd rather have Trey Flowers, younger guy, upside. To sign a huge deal, but you know I mean, he's get a lot of work. Another thing too with Flowers is that you know he better produce this year. Sign a huge deal. You know, six sacks last year, uh, nine tackles for loss. He was a DN10, but I still want to see him take kind of another step and, you know, push that 10 sack mark. I agree. He's someone that I'm still skeptical I agree. Of. All right, linebacker. Uh, it's a NFC North and a landslide here. We talked about AFC North linebackers. If the rookie is the best of the bunch, not really a strong group. So, yeah, give me the NFC North. Same. Yeah, this is a prep for – I don't know that you could come up with a better three across the NFL in a division. We had it, you know, with the last episode that we did. The NFC West is pretty dirty. Corey Littleton, uh, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, Wagner, and Quan Alexander. That's Juan. true. That's a really That's tough, tough – I still uh, take this. Threesome. I still yeah. take Roquan Blakey and Khalil over there. That Ooh, is tough. That is tough. That's nah, going to be – it's a little preview yeah. potentially here. We'll see how the rest of the votes I'm shake out. I'm going to sleep on that one. Um, <laughs> make that proclamation. All right, so cornerbacks. I said, uh, you know, Quandre <laughs> Diggs. Markham. It's been it's been too serious for too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been doing some pretty good analysis. Well, that Time ad read, cut that out. Yeah, the ad read really was uh, oh, yeah. our outlet for tonight. We were yeah. crying for a good yeah. Nine, we had yeah. There was about that. a yeah. forty five minute break there as we recovered. Yeah, it was one of those laughs that kind of hurts. You know? Yeah. Down, so, down especially deep. when you ate ate half a chicken a sandwich, spicy chicken. You sandwich good? From you Chick-fil-A. all right? Yeah. I don't know. 
It's fine. <laughs> just vomits acid reflux all over the computer. Yeah. So I said, as long as Quandre has the cornerback designation, he's a cheat code, so I'm taking the NFC North just for him alone. Agree. Uh, Diggs was a guy that I had last year, so mm-hmm. big fan. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure he's related to uh, Stefan. Wow. Cousins? Brothers? Maybe. I don't know. Just bros. Maybe not. <laughs> just making that up. They got the same last name. Uh, Bobby, who are you going with? Yeah. Here? I went the same just because of my boy Fuller. And you do love you some Fuller. Seven INTs. Love that. Yep. Love that. All right. So safety, Bobby, who do you got here for safety? AFC. What do you say? Huh? Jesse Bates? Sean Williams, safety two in our league last year? Yeah, I dropped him because he tried to take Lux's head off. So yeah. it was like a spite drop, and then, yeah, I regret that one. He won last year, so good drop. Yeah, it was fine. But, but uh, still, I'd like to have Sean would, Williams. Wouldn't do it again. I'd forgive him. Yeah, I know y'all are going to probably differ. Yeah, mark him. Yeah, I, I mean, this one actually is pretty close, you know, but uh, I can't not choose Harrison Smith as a Vikings fan. Uh, also, I think Dix is pretty good and should have a good season. Who? So, uh, uh, Dicks. Sporting goods? Weren't you trying weren't you proposing in our uh in our auctions uh preview podcast for XFFL that oh, yeah. someone should go Mo Alleycox? Oh yeah, there was uh we had some some good names available. So in the auction, Mo Alleycox was available, Fletcher Cox was available, and Clinton Dix was available. So I thought it'd be a really good <laughs> idea to try and acquire all three. Go Cox Cox Dix. Yeah. All right. Yeah, don't blame you. Awesome. I also went to NFC North, uh, not because of the last name of Mr. Haha, but because of your boy, Harrison Smith, one of the most underrated players in the NFL. All right, guys. Flex is, uh, is pretty interesting here, but for me, it's a clean sweep. I'm going NFC North. I like Griffin a tad more than Lawson this year. Same thing. I like both those guys as well, but yeah, I just think Griffin's the one that you want to own this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Griffin for sure. Rooting for him to kind of have that bounce back season. We didn't talk much about Lawson, but that is a guy that I'm very excited about. A mm-hmm. guy that was dominant before he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope that he can bounce back. I've been hearing great things all through camp. Yeah, gotten a lot. Both of those DNs behind Dunlap have been getting a ton of buzz. Yeah. Him and Sam Hubbard both. So yep. a, a lot of, you know, a lot of question marks about who is going to be the guy to, to own there. So I can't wait to see how that plays out. What a mismanaged team. You know, some really good defensive talent there and yeah. just can't figure well, it out. Look how many of their guys showed up on our exactly. starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, yeah, half of them Bengals just about. And you got two, you know, fearsome defensive units you know, for the past decade in the Steelers and Ravens, and we put a lot of Bengals in there. Yeah. So, yeah, that team just severely underachieved. Sorry, Zach, I don't know if that's going to turn around for you and your Bungles this year. He's asleep. We'll see. Don't think so. Yeah, not really too hopeful about the Bengals. I think I think they may need to go in and find themselves a quarterback in next year's draft. Yeah. Just like the Titans, just bottom out, go get you one of the top two guys and start the rebuild. Because it does seem like they have some pieces, you know. Tyler Boyd seems Tyler great. Tyler Boyd's there, jo- Joe Mixon. Yeah. you got I like some good a, offensive linemen. Eifert is really nice. Unless his, uh, you know, one of his body parts gonna, is broken. Yeah. We're going we're we're to keep rooting that, for him. It's just a shame that you have, you know, you have the new coach, and new staff, and then you don't have – such a key player like AJ Green, and yep. then you lose your left tackle. Yeah, yep, the rookie immediately as well. Just mm-hmm. and like another guy retires. Start. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Bowling retires, I believe. That. So, yeah. yeah, not a great start to the season for the Bengals. So there you go, the final tally, and we are going to get it correct. Math is hard. 
It was 10 to 8, not 10 to 9, because there's 18 points last episode. So this time we got the math right, and it is a landslide. NFC North wins 16 to 2. So we'll, uh, we'll see these guys again here on the fifth episode where we figure out which, uh, all-star lineup reigns supreme. But for tonight, gentlemen, the NFC North is walking away the champion. Shout out to me for repping those two, you know? Giving them the pity votes. Yeah. Standing mm-hmm. up against you two bullies. You're a true yep. hero, Bobby. I know. I don't know what the yep. AFC North would do without I you. I know. Didn't work, did it? <laughs> I am talking to you. You're going to look at me. Didn't work, did it, Bobby? <laughs> Huh? I don't want to. Is this guy related to the end of his rope guy? Huh? <laughs> it's his cousin. Is this uh, guy on like a like New York subway guy? Hey, I don't know. Did we, I don't know. Did we give the listeners into the rope guy? You cut him. No, he was uh he was a yeah, he was Was he on? I think Josh He was on a little bit last episode. I might have yeah, yeah when you know. were talking about him, yeah, he 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 got a little I bit. Love of again, I don't know so. where uh, 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 these characters are just pretty spur of the moment. We don't know where they're gonna go. Uh, I'm sure it's pretty evident. But, don't know uh, where they come from either. They just sort of <laughs> bubble up. Yeah, it's like that movie Split, where there's like you know 30 people living yeah. inside one person. There's just a lot of stuff festering inside of me. And, that's uh, uh, needs to get out apparently. That's the Chick Fil A spicy chicken it's sandwich. Like scabies. True. And the uh, Mickey D's you had for lunch. Can't wait to make that right for you guys. Yeah, we're going to do the chicken taste test on the podcast at some point. I'll be calling uh, Popeye's every day. Every day. Until so it's here. was this a sandwich that they just don't have right now? Yeah, they're new. I mean, okay. you've seen the stuff on Twitter. Everyone's going crazy for them. Um which is crazy. But, it's just a chicken sandwich, but, guys. But, you know, we've seen some of these other chicken places kind of get involved in the chicken sandwich game. Zaxby's yeah. did the same thing oh, not man. too long ago. Theirs is actually good. I've people, had it. People sleep on it. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, I'm pretty sure Popeye's, this is a brand new thing within the last, like, couple of weeks. Have they not had sandwiches before? No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's just been, like, chicken tenders yeah. and Maybe nuggets. biscuits. Maybe chicken biscuits. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't even know. We need the, Bojangles to get in that that chicken sandwich game real strong. Yeah, they got great chicken biscuits. The biggest Zaxby sandwich that's slept on the most is the chicken parm. They only do it like once a month, wow. maybe like every couple of years. Yeah, it I is so freaking good. I've, Who is this? Zaxby's does, but it's parm? been years since they've oh, done it. Man, man, it's that's awesome. real interesting. Oh yeah. If you're gonna do Zaxby's, I recommend getting them dipped in. Uh, <laughs> Hot honey mustard. <laughs> there was the Chick Fil A sandwich <laughs> coming up. I am a little under the weather. Yeah, he uh, had uh, what hand, foot, mouth disease. Dude, uh, I've shout had out re- Parenthood. Yeah, yeah, had hand, foot, and mouth disease, which is uh, the worst to have because people look at you like a freak whenever you're telling them about it. <laughs> Google yeah. that. Um, it's like it's it's similar to telling people that you play in a uh, fantasy league that starts eleven IDP. Yeah, That's, look it's at a you. Similar reaction. Yeah, like you have three heads. Like, yeah. What's wrong with this dude? <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need me to call for help? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're recovered. We're over it. But uh, yeah. that spicy chicken sandwich is trying to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get out of here before Markham uh, barfs all over us, Bobby. Uh, thanks y'all for listening. Uh, be sure to, uh, check us out on Twitter at Big3IDP. Thanks again to everyone that has been checking out the podcast and following us on Twitter. Shout out to our listener league. Shout out to all the guys that we mentioned earlier that gave us a follow over on the Big3 account. You guys are awesome. And, uh, we'll be back next time for the final installment of 
the Battle Royale series before the finale. It'll be NFC South versus AFC South. My beloved Colts finally get their day in the sun. Gentlemen, let's go drink some Mountain Dew to celebrate another episode of the Big 3 IDP podcast. Woo! Give us a big yell, Adam. Woo! (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. Woo! (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big 3 IDP. 